Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's your favorite cozy Minnesota spot? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. 651-641-1071. What's your favorite cozy Minnesota spot? Bradley, why are we asking? Well, because I saw this story, uh, a local, you know, some local angle. Pew, pew, Minnesota, we love it. No, uh, three Minnesota towns ranked among the coziest in America. Because, you know, we always get them charts mm-hmm. and uh, people got opinions. Mm-hmm. Well, here's one grape you can salad. actually... <laughs> grape salad. But this one, uh, according to our friends over at Bring Me the News, has a new report from MyDatingAdvisor.com. Which, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> okay. But they compared data from well-known small towns across the country and ra- ranked each of these spots based on, quote, metrics of cozy town friendliness. Mm. Now, that included things such as the length of their winter season, Mm -hmm. number of bookshops, parks, Mm. cafes, and bakeries. Towns on the list each, quote, provide sanctuary and warmth while winter rages on the outside. Mm. And among those chosen... uh, it looks like Minnesota did pretty darn good on this chart. We had three. Well, thank goodness we are like Minnesota's home. I mean, I, mean I meant winter's home. I was going to say, uh-huh. Minnesota is indeed Minnesota's home. Yep, that is a fact. But also winter's home. Yes. And uh, the three towns that made it on the list of uh, the coziest spots, according to mydatingadvisor.com, Grand Marais, <laughs> Purim, mm. And South Haven, which I've never heard of South Haven. Neither that was number 59 I. on the list. Number 27, though, Grand Marais, does not surprise me. Um, but I thought, you know, call with your favorite cozy spot in Minnesota. It could be a town, but it could also just be like a place or yeah. like a, you know, a, a setting, a locale, whatever it is, a burg, a hamlet, a bus stop, whatever it is, 651-641-1071. I'm just all about, you know, I was not all ready for cozy season, but now I'm finally, you know, I'm here for You're it. You're getting there. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. We've got Mary on the line. Hi, Hi Mary. Mary. Hello. What Good is afternoon. the What's the coziest place in Minnesota? She's well, going to say um, not Minnesota. I no longer live there. Yeah, exactly. I'm from South Carolina, but I love the uh, the Nook on Randolph oh, and Hamlin mm, because yes. downstairs you've got the old school bowling. Yes, as seen. And yes. upstairs in, uh, you've got Don- the nice cafe. Yeah. And the food is wonderful. The people are wonderful. The prices are good. 
make sure that you order uh, two appetizers because your friends are going to eat them all, so you won't get any. Ah, my gosh, you have ripped from the headlines. That sounds like a personal experience, Mm -hmm. Mary. Yeah, absolutely. And the other one is the Day by Day Cafe. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Right over. I mean, I love the the bookshelves and the outdoor patio, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's beautiful. Oh no, this is not what I'm thinking. What oh, are you thinking? where we where? Because I think That's I might be Paul. thinking. Where's the Day by Day Cafe? It's on Seventh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. What am I thinking of? That's over on Chicago. Uh By the way, thank you, Thanks, Mary. Mary. Um, what, what in Chicago? Where are you? Uh, halfway between me and like the, the, uh, global midtown global market. There's a cafe and it's called something day. Oh, like on the corner. Uh-huh. Mayday. It's a Mayday. Is it no, Mayday? no, not Mayday. That's cafe. not there. It's, it's an old movie theater, modern times, which has nothing to do with days. A day. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Where's your Thank favorite you, cozy spot? By the way, Bradley, like to get cozy. you were saying that the bowling alley in the basement of the Nook is featured in... Yeah, in uh, our good friends Donna and Steve's uh, Project Down and Dirty Film Fest film. Yes. that's. I did not realize that's where they they shot it. They were talking about the, the location and the, the owners and things. And, I was, and then after the fact, I was like, wait a minute. That's the nook, and oh my god, that's an institution, mm-hmm. and also a super cozy spot this time of year to just, uh, you know, trundle down the stairs mm-hmm. and uh, feast your mouth on uh, a nookie. A nookie, I think it's the nookie. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's like the not the. Um, <laughs> I know you. You can't. We're help just yourself. letting you have your moment. Uh-huh. No, but it's called the nookie burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nookie burger, <laughs> and it's like a double patty. Oh, it's got all the good things. <laughs> It's what you're saying. I think is it's appropriately named. What nookie? Well, yeah. I mean the nook. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, what's your favorite uh, cozy spot? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. I know I wanted to solicit for callers, but honestly, and this is going to sound like a cop out. Well, no, I've got a second. I love Grand My Marais. My living room. No, no, no. I love Grand Marais. Like that's Grand Marais is the the only town smaller than the one I live in that I've ever thought I could see myself living here. I just love that town. It is so great. But I would actually say, for me, one of the coziest places is is Duluth, Minnesota. Yeah. Why do like, you say Duluth? Down in Canal Park area, like it just feels like a small town in a larger city yeah and you're down by lake superior and like i don't know you go to pier b resort they've got that beautiful outdoor um hot tub and it's just they keep it open it's fun to go take a dip out there and look at the lake well i just it's a coat i just love it i love it there i love it 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 what about for you, Bradley? There are so many places. Thanks for asking, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, just my own backyard is the most good. No, um, I too would. You know, uh, what's just north of Duluth? I'm having a brain fart. Uh, two har- two, harbors. two harbors. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think two harbors. The last time we went up to two harbors, I was just like, oh, you know, you've got all this like beautiful, majestic Minnesota. I also think that like if you go super far north into like getting close to the super. Um, what's it called not super the superior national forest mm-hmm. and like finland around that area it's mm-hmm. just like super quiet oh yeah and, 
you know, there's trees with snow and you can't really see lots of people. I was going to say the same about Ely, like up in Ely. That's another kind of cozy area for me. But honestly, there are lots of cozy places right here in the Twin Cities, too. Like I just think about I do actually have this weird St. Paul like feeling Mm -hmm. when it comes to cozy. Like I think about all of the just like quaint little um, eateries and places to go along actually in Holly's neck of the woods mm-hmm. yeah. it just reminds me of college and walking up and down Grand Avenue and- mm-hmm. St. Paul is a very cozy place because I was just going to say the whole city of St. Paul is extremely cozy yeah. and winter forward well and that's where the nook is yeah. mm-hmm. also you know the Lexington is one of those places oh, yeah. Very yeah. Cozy. Lo- with lots of oak and, yes, and, and a fireplace, soft that lighting, sort of like mm-hmm. dark, kind of cozy. Yes. Everything just yeah, yeah, nice and warm. Or like the James yeah. J. Hill house. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That place has a furnace that's bigger than my apartment. Mm. Oh, cozy. <laughs> like you get into it, like, like you're not going. <laughs> you can, you can't sit right in the furnace. But, Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I've never. Have either of you ever been? Um, again, if you're just joining us, this all came from a story. Uh, from our good friends over at Bring Me the News. Have you ever been to uh, either Purim or South Haven? No, I, I mean, I know I, I probably have dri- I've driven through Purim for sure. But um, I, I don't even know where South Haven is. Um, is that's that's what it was yeah. called, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't even know where it that is. It says that it's in. Um, oh, where did it go? It says it's in Wright County. I mean, and Purim is in Ottertail County. Is that up north? You know, it's interesting because uh, apparently the coziest town, and this is so funny, because I didn't see this on the list, and I thought, you know, the last time we went here, that's like a super cozy little small town, Stockholm, which is in Wisconsin. Yeah. Not Sweden. Yeah. I'm sure that's super cozy, too. Right. But they, that's like another town that's super cozy, and they have like a wonderful, I can't remember the name of the like pie shop. But they have a wonderful pie shop that's like light, right along the main road. You pull off, have some pie. Mm-hmm. And that was number one on their list. You don't say. Yeah. That's real. That is. I know. <sighs> All this coziness right Keystone, here. South Dakota. Area. Medora, North Dakota. Some places right in our own neighborhood. I love that. Yeah. Uh, where do you find that list? That's from bringmethenews.com. Coziest small towns in America, according to... MyDatingAdvisor.com. Thank you. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, Brittany's mad at her mom, you guys. And there's another reason why she's mad at her mom. Oh, yeah. And Bradley's going to tell us the reason why. Pretty, yeah. And also, Bradley's got a theory he's going to try out on us when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, Britney Spears has um, large feelings that she's sharing again. And this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And those feelings surround her mom. Shall we get the Cobra Gang together? Let's do it! Whenever there's trouble, we'll sell the double. We're the Cobra Gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the there she is oh god Brittany is still talking and you know this is now i think it's safe to say this is now a thing that Brittany does wherein she shares something very personal about her family mostly some some bad stuff Mm -hmm. uh, on instagram and then erases the post yeah i think they call it deleting yeah 
mm-hmm. in the in the interworld mm-hmm. web meta universe. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. And here's the one that I want to share with you because you may have missed it because, of course, it's since been deleted. Mm-hmm. And this came along with a clip of Jennifer Lopez slapping Jane Fonda in the movie Monster in Law. Is that a movie? I didn't see it. Yeah, yeah. it was like from 2005, yeah. a long time ago. So with a clip of a slap between two famous ladies, she says the following, Brittany does. I swear I've never slapped anyone in my whole life, exclamation point three times. I would give anything to see what that feels like. Just saying. The first time I ever got slapped was the one night Paris and Lindsay dropped me off at my beach house with my babies. Kevin left me at that point, so I had a small beach house and my mother was watching Jaden and Preston. Yes, I partied till like 4 a.m. and my mother was... I walked in and she looked at me and hit me so hard that I will never forget it. P.S.S.S. Since then, I say because that's what Siri says whenever I do P.S. on um, a text and she reads it aloud. And I'm like, girl, it's P.S. Anyway, P.S.S.S.S. Since then, I've always wondered what it must feel like to slap someone. All caps. Guess I will never know. Many exclamation points. Stay classy, folks. What? Okay. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, we're all uncomfortable. And then she deletes it because this is not the first time. Like I said, it's now a pattern wherein she posts something uncomfortable about what transpired uh, in the past with her family. Mm -hmm. And then she deletes it. Right. This has been happening for weeks. So I've been seeing this. You've been seeing this. And you'll remember last week, Lynn apologized to her oldest daughter in the comments on Instagram because she's been blocked by her daughter mm-hmm. in life and on Instagram. And, uh, Brittany said that a genuine apology would help give her closure, but I don't think she felt like that comment was a genuine apology. So what I'm saying is this, we've been here before. It's mm-hmm. a thing. We see these posts and, blah, blah. and then it began to occur to me. What is about to happen, and I'm asking you with no expectation that you will provide an answer that I think you'll answer with, but maybe you will, but if you don't, it's fine. Mm -hmm. What's supposed to happen in January-ish? Some sort of like a court case involving her dad and her? Sure, maybe. I don't know. Oh, okay. But there's something else. Big. A release. Yeah, it's going to release to the world. Oh, her book? Allegedly, supposedly, her book was supposed to premiere Ah. in January. Now, last we heard, it was not. And you were gone for this, but I think you've been since informed that it was postponed due to a paper shortage. Because all shortages. Mm -hmm. Then I began to wonder, like, all of these things that she deletes. Do Lori and Julia know that there's a paper shortage? Well... They really are probably the source of the shortage. Let's be clear, because the amount of paper that they put into landfills is shocking. You have no idea how much paper goes into the Lori and Julia show. I mean, I. It's stunning. It's stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been happening for. 20 years. Yeah. I want to know how far to Mars we could get and Ooh, back math with that the pile. amount of paper that they have sacrificed. Yeah. To the anyway. award-winning program on their show. Thanks for the sidetrack, Colleen. Now, <laughs> back to the main event. <laughs> Sorry. Because where I'm going is all of the things that she has deleted are generally uncomfortable things that happened to her with her family. 
during the conservatorship, mm-hmm. about the conservatorship, about the alleged abuse at the hand of her father and now her mother, uh, uh, also her ex-husband, her relationship with her kids. I wonder, and this is not like some big earth-shattering thing, but like I just wonder if these are all planted to get attention mm. for the book. If it's like, let's just constantly feed the narrative of all of the things that she's right. clear. These are all clearly stories she's going to tell in her book. Well, yeah, she better. I mean, right? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? A tell-all? I mean, I don't. if she's telling it all on Instagram, I don't see why she wouldn't be telling it all in a book. Yeah. You know, and initially I thought maybe this was like her attorney getting to her and like the first few times, like, girl, you can't say those things because people can sue you. So like you need to be real careful because I don't think her family's probably going to do it. I think her dad would counter sue her for defamation Mm -hmm. and in fact has threatened such. But 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 it's happened so often now. It's like literally post shocking news stories, delete Mm -hmm. post shocking news story, delete. And these are all tidbits that would be in a book. And if they're not in the book, what are we doing? Right. So I'm just saying, I wonder if these are all like, I'm not saying she's like, yeah, we're going to do this like uh, really cool promotion for right. the book where I tweet really uncomfortable things. But I wouldn't be surprised if this was all part and parcel of the book that's coming out. Like all the things she's saying are like chapters in her book. You know, that's an interesting thing I had not thought about. And yet at the same time, on the one hand, I think to myself, well, yeah, like, isn't this kind of stuff what the book is about? So that I'm sure that you go into deeper context in, in the book. But also, I'm like, I don't want to have read. It's like seeing the trailer before you see the movie. I know. I don't want to read the whole book before I, I read know. the well, book. Well, that's why she deletes it. Because you get the taste. Oh. You get the tidbits. And then it and gets then it's gone. taken As away from things you. are ever gone on the internet. They're right? Really They're not. Interesting. Thank you for sharing your theory, You're Bradley. Welcome. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, dumb people doing dumb things, crazy, stupid. Idiots! After this on My Talk 1071. Talkers, Bradley here for my friend Jennifer Snyder and the whole Snyder team with the XP Realty. Here's the thing. Look, eventually we're all going to be faced, or most of us anyway, with uh, a family member who's going to have to transition from a home that they've lived in for years to an environment where they're going to need care and support. That transition can be difficult to navigate, especially, you know, uh, at our age, dear listeners, increasingly these opportunities are taking place. And what that means is you need somebody to help you navigate these moments. And the best place I know is Jennifer Snyder and the Snyder team with EXP Realty. Why? Well, because they have over 25 years experience doing just such things. I mean, they will literally help and plenty of customer testimonials attest to the fact that Jennifer and her team can help you navigate these difficult life transitions. All you have to do is reach out to Jennifer Snyder and the Snyder team with EXP Realty. The Snyder team.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. Kowalski's invite. Oh, I regret to inform you that we're going to take a minute uh, and not get to crazy stupid idiots because some breaking news. Um, Angela Lansbury has died. Uh, at the age of 96, just five days shy of her 97th birthday. Uh, and we just are finding this out via the Twitter. Can we play a little something for her? Welcome back oh. to the Colleen and Bradley Oh, yeah. Show. I forgot to do that I part. Am. I was so sad. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. 
there's so much we could play. Well, there are so many things well, that we yeah, could play. Well, yeah, so again, we were just finding out via Twitter, as Colleen said, that sadly, uh, Angela Lansbury, you remember her from all sorts of things. Wherever you came upon Angela Lansbury, um, you know, surely you have great memories, whether it was Murder, She Wrote, Beauty and the Beast, um, Oh gosh! Bed knobs all of the, and broomsticks. All of the Broadway shows: uh, Sweeney Todd, The King and I, I Alfred mean, Hitchcock movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was literally, you know, Olivia De Havilland. I think was the oldest surviving actress uh, who'd been nominated or had an Academy Award, and she, uh, when she died in 2020, it was 2020, right? Angela Lansbury took over that uh, that title, which now I don't know who takes on that title mm. with her passing. So sad. I know. Uh, anyway, no doubt that we will learn a little bit more. So far, this is just uh, this is due to a Can statement I, from her family. Yeah, I was going to say there was. I, I saw some tweets and I was like, oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh, and then you know the NBC News mm-hmm. confirmed it. Um, what I I did want to just say too, I just listened to an interview that Angela Lansbury did, and I don't remember exactly when. Uh, this interview was recorded, but no doubt you can find it online. Fresh Air, Terry Gross did an interview with Angela Lansbury, and I learned a tremendous amount of her about her as a person. I've certainly appreciated her career, you know, and like who mm-hmm. didn't grow up loving her, I think, first for many of us uh, in the role of Jessica Fletcher on, on um, Murder, Murder, She, she wrote, wrote. But yeah. like she was so much more than that, and I hope you've been able to appreciate her career beyond that or before that. Um because she truly is like an amazing person and she had that success very late in life, which is a unique experience for a lot of actors. And I found that conversation to be particularly poignant. So Hmm. if you are, um, if you are interested, I would go back and find that interview. Yeah. A seven decade long career, uh, that she, that she had. Yeah. Um, She, uh, earned her first Academy award nomination back in the forties. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, and then, like, who's to forget uh, Manchurian Candidate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was just diabolical, maniacal. Mm. Mm. Huh. What a loss. What a huge loss. And we're sort of at that time. I mean, you know, 97, 98, like we said goodbye to Betty White. Uh, they're just are we're having these moments where these people who have been such a major part of our lives uh, are passing on. And I, mean, I suppose that happens all the time, but just sort of this generation. Lately, we've we've experienced death with I mean, celebrities. But no, I mean... The Queen? Do you remember 2016, honey? Oh, that was a year. Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. But, but um, it, it, it is, I, I think, you know, not only important because it's her as a person, uh, but, and a, a tremendously um, decorated, talented mm-hmm. human being, but also one of the last remaining stars, if not... Well, not the, but one of the last remaining stars mm-hmm. of the golden era of Hollywood. Yeah, it's really remarkable. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pivot. Crazy, stupid idiots! Oh, it that, doesn't seem well, easy. It's what we're doing. It's but just we're doing what, it. Yeah, here Let's we go. do it. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... Like... Oh, sorry. Am I starting? Yeah, it's you. 
All right. So this time we are going to go to the big skies area. Oh, of the Montana? The friendly skies. No, friendly oh, skies. Oh, the actual yeah. big skies. Uh, why? Because a guy did something recently on a flight that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Mm-hmm. And it was the thing that he did uh, that led to some other shenanigans. Uh, that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Would you like to guess what Chirui Logan Sevilla did on October 4th on a Delta flight, or excuse me, United Airlines flight from Miami to D.C. that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status? Did he take off his shoes and put his feet up on the back of somebody's chair no, and make God, them hang I hate over? when people do that. So gross. I hate when people do that. Because that so wasn't nasty. it. No, not it. Not it. Oh, he didn't think that his coffee was hot enough, and so he threw it back at the flight attendant. Oh, my God, that would be terrifying. No. What uh, authorities say Mr. Sevilla did was grab the arm of the person sitting next to him before wandering around the plane, running up and down the aisle, clapping loudly near the cockpit, yelling obscenities, breaking off a piece of a bathroom door, Opening it when a passenger was inside the bathroom. No. Screaming and outbursting, which grew louder as time went on. Laying on a floor. Refusing. How did all of this happen in one Refusing to get in his seat and grabbing a female attendant's bosom. Oh my gosh. Would you like, uh, so far I've given you, oh, also scream and yell incoherent things. This all happened, but that's not the crazy, stupid idiot portion. I mean, those are just all criminal things that you mm-hmm. shouldn't do, right? And in, in this case, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But it's what led to those things that earned the crazy, stupid idiot status. What caused him to do those things? Mm-hmm. I mean, I would say alcohol. No. But that's guess. not the truth. Good guess. Was Can not I alcohol. up you alcohol and <laughs> I see your say, alcohol. I see yeah. your alcohol and I raise you. I raise you cocaine. Cocaine. Oh. No, not cocaine. Mm. But is a drug involved? Yes. Mm. Is it bath salt? Mm. No, but you're okay. getting warmer. Oh. Is it crystal? No, it's not crystals. Meth. It's it no, <laughs> it's not meth. Did you say meth or meth? Well, meth. Okay. Uh, it was oh, well. meth. It was meth. meth. No, uh, it was not meth either. It was something more natural. Marijuana? No. Something mm, fungal. Oh, mushrooms. Yeah, it was mushrooms. <laughs> it was magic mushrooms. There was a fungus among us. Yeah, there was, and they were magic in nature. Apparently, oh, the guy, I mean, I, look, I, oof. I caution against psychedelics in I don't a, think psychedelics are a good idea. Psilocybin at 30,000 feet. Isn't that the like chemical in, in uh, the drug in magic mushrooms? Oh, I don't know. I don't think that's a good idea. Mm-mm. That, didn't, so, that doesn't feel like... Because you'll end up doing all the things that I just said. Also, like, who just... That's... You don't... You, you, you just want to, like, sit in your house and do that if mm-hmm. you're going to do it. I mean, don't do it. It's illegal. Safe space. But if you were in college with a bunch of friends and you did something like that, I think the Not best place anybody be. knows anything about Set that. Set and setting. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't, if I were you, then go to a house party with your friends on mm-hmm. mushrooms mm-hmm. because your friend might start offering to pay $100 for the $5 solo cup. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, oh no! That oh, it costs, and oh, you dear, were no. trying to get the money back, and oh, then you end up having to leave because you realize that this was not going to end well. Oh dear! 
I'm just saying if yeah, that was... Yeah, I mean, if, hypothetically. If you were going to do those things in the mid-90s, that, I would just be real careful. <laughs> wow. Oh, God. That would be so terrifying. I'm, I, I don't want to like, be on that flight. Because you know what I would be afraid of? That he'd be tampering with the wrong door? Mm-hmm. Yes! I and know. like, open the door That's to the thing. where I was with the conversation. <laughs> Yeah, that thing that that happens. I just read about a what? British Airways. Okay, pilot. I don't it want happens? to have this conversation right now. I am going to be on a flight soon, oh, okay. and uh, I have been having anxiety dreams. Well, nobody's going to do that. Yeah, don't worry about it. You I don't think you can. Something. Yeah, but that it all they all went to a, a a party afterwards and laughed about it. Right, Holly it was fine. Yeah, very okay. jovial. Good. <laughs> it all ended great. It's, yeah, sure. It's all fine. It's fine. Uh, I just am feeling bad for the person who was like, you know, just getting well, a moment alone in the toilette. He had to, in he, that little closet and just. And the guy continued to scream and yell incoherent things while being handcuffed to his chair for the remainder of the two-hour flight. And yelled when the plane landed. So just imagine what that experience was like for the passengers near this person Mm -mm. to have this person screaming uncontrollably. I mean, it would just because anything at 30,000 feet is terrifying. Right. Like somebody just, you know, walking quickly up an aisle Mm -hmm. would, you know, send off caution. Also, I'm thinking about the people who had to sit next to him. Like the people in the actual row with him. Or like you said, the person on the pooper. Yeah. Oh. And all of a sudden the door flies because that's another terror of mine that I'm going to be like exposed on know, an legs, airplane uh, squatting <laughs> and some the door flies open and I'm like, oh, just wave. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi. got a wet nap. <laughs> this is why I really try you to make sure that paper down those things. Everything is out of me before I get it on an airplane. I try to do that. But, you know, if you're on a long haul Nature flight, calls. Mm-hmm. just remember to wear your shoes when you go to the bathroom. Okay. Oh. Can we, What I can't tell you how many disgusting. people I have seen walking to and from the bathroom. No. Most recently, coming from Hawaii on a long haul flight. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the sound of their feet <laughs> sticking to the floor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, when you're on your those 12 to 16 hour ones. I will say kudos to Delta because I did notice, and this is apropos of nothing, and I'm sorry I cut you off from telling a story. That's fine. We only did one we story. We had to... Oh, because poor Andy... Oh, I forgot. Oh. Sorry, you just had to re-grieve five minutes ago. Sorry, I'm not laughing because <sighs> we did lose Angela Lansbury. Angela Lansbury. And we're, we're still dealing with that. Um I just bring wanted, us up. What I, are yes, you telling? No, I'm going to leave you on a happy note you. by saying that An- Angela Lansbury was a tremendously talented human. Yeah. Back on my flight, I noticed because we were sitting near the 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 toilette area. Mm-hmm. How often I've never seen them clean a bathroom so often. Oh, like mid-flight, like every couple, like every I would say hour or something. Like somebody was in there with a with a bunch of wipes and spray. That's. And it was good to it was know. beautiful that bathroom. That's good to know because that is gross after yeah. a long haul flight. Well, and can I just? I'm sorry. It's just the truth. Things get. We wet. all know it. Those restrooms are small, and oh. so like there's a lot of germs. Like because you can't not touch all. You just the have things. to know that you're you're absorbing germs. There's it's a germy area. Yeah. I would imagine 
we don't have time for this, but I would like to research like what is I know that they say the tray table, but I really think the potty area is the germiest place on the airplane. Well, I would imagine it's actually probably more like seats, because think about how many times people come back from the bathroom not having washed their hands. Because you know how hard it is to wash your hands in an airplane bathroom? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Because you got to keep hitting the thing. And I always think it's like so hard because you're like, you want to hit the thing, wash quick. Yeah. But you never get enough, so you keep hitting it. And I'm like, I'm just touching the dirty thing over Over and and over over again. again. Yeah, you're sitting next to the guy who happens to be snacking on Cheetos and then proceeds (gasps) to lick his fingers. When we come back on the Colleen when we come back (laughs) i'm not speaking from experience we're gonna play a game that happened on sunday i don't want to know oh and he didn't and he licked his fingers oh holly he didn't have a napkin nor a wet wipe the throwback live he was touching the screen (laughs) up after this on my talk 1071 for nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today. Okay.